Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. What's going on here? Resistance is futile. This indeed you are is fan effect. After more than a year of delays, James Bond heading back to the big screen. It's really happening. Yeah, joining us now to break it down. If it's worth the watch, if it's worth your money, Andy Farnsworth of KSL News Radio and KSL's Fan Effect Podcast. A lot of people have been waiting for this. Yeah, well, and it's the biggest movie by far of the week, and maybe even the biggest one since the pandemic mm-hmm. uh, started. Wow. To yeah. hit theaters, anyway, because mm-hmm. some big stuff's come out uh, online, but this is exclusive to theaters. So, No Time to Die, the 25th movie in the James Bond franchise, and the fifth and final one starring Daniel Craig is 007. In this outing, it's been five years since the events of the movie Spectre, and Bond has left active service to relax in Jamaica in the sun. But when his old pal Felix Leiter shows up from the CIA asking for help to find a missing scientist and one with ties to Bond's old boss M, James must decide if it's time to get back in the game. Spoiler alert, it is. <laughs> to avoid giving away anything else, though, I'll just say that Bond will travel to exotic locations, use fantastic gadgets, and cross paths with friends and enemies both old and new, as he tries to stop the villainous Safin, played by Oscar winner Rami Malek. Other cast members returning include Ray Fine. Did I say that right? I never get that. <laughs> Jeffrey Wright, Leia Seydoux, Naomi Harris, and Christoph Waltz, plus newcomers Lashana Lynch, Billy Magnuson, and the impossibly gorgeous Ana de Armas. No Time to Die is not perfect, but it's exciting, it's suspenseful, nostalgic, and even a bit emotional. It's an epic end to an era and a heck of a way to go out for Daniel Craig's version of Bond. James Bond. It's rated PG-13, and it's playing only in theaters, no streaming on this one. Now, switching gears to things that are streaming, I know this isn't technically new, but I haven't talked about it before, so I'm doing it now. The award-winning comedy TV series Ted Lasso just wrapped up its second season with the final episode dropping this morning on Apple TV+. That means if you're one of those people who doesn't like to start something until you can watch all of it at once, now's your chance to catch up. If you've only heard about Ted Lasso, the premise is that an English soccer club hires an American college football coach named Ted Lasso to be their manager, despite Ted's knowing literally nothing about soccer. Now, why they do this and why Ted accepts are all explained in the show, so I'll let you discover that on your own. It just won a bunch of Emmy Awards a few weeks ago, and I'll say they're very well deserved. It's the rare show that celebrates goodness and kindness, and it's pretty hilarious, too. It can make you laugh and cry, and I couldn't believe how much I enjoyed it when I started watching it. Now, I also have a giant warning as well. This show is rated TVMA for language, and that is the most deserved rating as it is filled with grown-up language. This is not to one that you watch with the kids around, but 
And, and for me, that's the only drawback to the show, but it is a big one. So stay away from Ted Lasso if you don't want to hear that kind of language. But it's so good that even if you hate soccer, you may still love the show. Each episode is between 25 to 50 minutes, and all 22 episodes are now available on Apple TV+. Now, another streaming option that you can and probably will watch with your kids is Muppets Haunted Mansion on Disney+. The great Gonzo takes on the greatest challenge of his life by spending Halloween night in the most grim, grinning place on Earth, the Haunted Mansion. Now, the special is inspired by all four of the Disney Haunted Mansion attractions located at the various Disney parks. And it includes many hidden Easter eggs for Disney fans and Muppetized sets and props that help immerse you in the storytelling experience. Believe it or not, this is the Muppets' first ever Halloween special. And it features three original new songs, celebrity cameos, and spooky fun for families to enjoy. I gotta admit, I did not get all the references because I've only been to the Haunted Mansion once. <laughs> it's rated TVPG. I know, I'm such a Disney novice. It, it's rated TVPG and it's only on Disney+. Plus. Finally, one other new addition this week is the new comedy series Acapulco, which makes its debut on Apple TV+. In 1984, Maximo Gallardo's dream comes true when he gets the job of a lifetime at Acapulco's hottest resort, Las Colinas. But he soon realizes that working there will be far more complicated than he ever imagined. The show's based on characters from the 2018 movie How to Be a Latin Lover, and it kind of has a Wonder Years feel to it as Eugenio Derbez narrates the show as the rich, older version of Maximo telling his young nephew the story of how he got to be where he is now. Acapulco is also unique in that the show has dialogue in both English and Spanish. I mean, it is set in Mexico, after all. But don't worry if you don't speak Spanish. You get English subtitles when the characters have longer Spanish conversations. Now, I've only seen the first episode. I thought it was pretty funny and enjoyable. Acapulco is rated TV 14, so maybe your younger kids ought to avoid this one. Half-hour episodes will drop uh, each Friday on Apple TV+. Now, this segment wasn't nearly long enough to give No Time to Die the proper discussion that it deserves. So, head on over to ksltv.com where I posted a full in-depth review. You can also check out my other reviews of movies and streaming TV series there. You got a whole lot more to say about it. Oh, so it. much to say. So it, it was two hours and 45 minutes mm. long. That is one warning I got to give. Yeah. Don't take a drink to this movie and <laughs> oh. don't have a big drink before this movie. Time it all out. Because it's like, well, you know, if, if, if you want to go to this, this is one where you're not in a... You don't want to leave the movie mm -hmm. at any point because you're following what's going on. Second time through, take all the bathroom breaks you want. But the first time through, <laughs> just trust know. me on this. Trust right. me on this. See, all good right. info. All right. And we didn't even mention Daniel Craig's smolder. Well, I mean, I, that's what I was going to say. So I complimented oh. Anna Diarmas, but I needed to ask oh. about Daniel Craig. Oh, swooning yeah. over here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That could take okay. a while. Thanks, we could talk about that, but we're not going to. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Grant. We'll spend it. James Bond. <laughs> All right, you've heard what to watch from Andy on KSL TV. Now let's go a little bit deeper into his reviews for the bigger films. Film of the week. Hi, I'm Andy Farnsworth from KSL News Radio and KSL's Fan Effect Podcast. I'm also the movies and pop culture guy for KSL 5 Today, and this is my review of No Time to Die from MGM Studios. He's the super spy who needs no introduction because we know his name, Bond, James Bond. After 15 years with Daniel Craig in the lead role, now comes the fifth and final chapter of his amazing run, No Time to Die. Fans have been wondering if they'd ever get a chance to see it after multiple postponements, but here it finally is. The movie picks up immediately after the events of 2015 Spectre and the capture of Ernst Stavro Blofeld. Bond has left the spy game and has gone to Italy with his new love Madeline Swan, played again by Leia Seydoux. While there, Bond is attacked and narrowly escapes 
Five years later, he's living the retired life in a beach house in Jamaica when he's approached by his old friend from the CIA, Felix Leiter, played again by Jeffrey Wright. Leiter tells him they need help finding a missing Eastern European scientist who may be involved with a project being run by Bond's old MI6 boss, M, once again played by Ray Fine. When it becomes apparent that the scientist has been abducted, Bond must decide if he's willing to return to active service and put his life on the line once again. If he does, he'll cross paths with allies and enemies, both old and new, and confront a villain whose schemes, if successful, could mean the death of millions. So, you know, no pressure. We've been waiting almost two years for No Time to Die as its original release date was Thanksgiving of 2019, but it got pushed into 2020 because of production delays. And then the pandemic hit right before it was supposed to come to theaters. Then it got pushed back two more times. I actually think this delay works to fans' advantage because what a final chapter it is for Daniel Craig's version of Bond. Craig hasn't lost a step either in his action scenes, which include a motorcycle chase, multiple car chases, hand-to-hand battles with a variety of people, his dead-eye aim, or his suave demeanor one moment, then blazing intensity the next. He, he still feels like a sledgehammer as he charges into scenarios, which is what set him apart from past versions of Bond who were more like scalpels. His surrounding cast is excellent, in addition to those I've already mentioned who returned for this film. We also get Ben Wishaw's Q and Naomi Harris's Money Penny back again. And newcomers, Lashana Lynch, who kicks butt as Bond's replacement in the Double O program. Ana de Armas as Paloma, a CIA operative in Cuba that I hope we get to see in future movies, too. And Billy Magnuson as Logan, a straight-arrow CIA agent who gets a nickname from Bond that will be hilarious to many Utahns. And then there's the villain. Oscar winner Rami Malek joins up as the bad guy, Safin, who has a connection to someone from Bond's past. But honestly, at this point, pretty much everyone seems to have a connection to Bond's past in these Daniel Craig movies. (laughs) Malek does a good job of portraying someone psychotic and unpredictable, but also with a detached numbness that really adds an extra creepy layer. I actually thought up until the final sequence of the movie that he was well-written and one of the better Bond villains in all the 25 movies. And speaking of the 25 movies, No Time to Die spends a lot of time trying to connect story threads from past movies, as well as paying homage to Bond films even further in the past, including a song that goes all the way back to one of the first and least remembered movies in the series. But writers Neil Purvis, Robert Wade, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, and Kerry Fukunaga, who also directed the movie, seem to be intent on picking up and finishing off every single story thread from Casino Royale on... Hence the reason I kind of think it feels like Avengers Endgame in that regard, as well as in the similarly crazy long runtime of two hours and 45 minutes. But the plus side of that long runtime is that we get extra time to enjoy a story that I found to be, in general, exciting and epic, with many emotional moments, not just for Bond, but for other characters as well, and for us viewers as James Bond fans. We had to wait a long time to watch this denouement to the Craig run in the series, which many consider to be their favorite version of Bond, so not being in a rush to end the movie too quickly may actually be appreciated. It was by me. Now, there are some warnings for those who are excited to see it. No Time to Die is rated PG-13 for scenes of violence and action, some brief, strong language, suggestive materials, and suggestive images. Honestly, though, there wasn't anything more than the usual Bond movie contained, so if parents are okay letting their kids watch the others, they're probably good here, too. And on that subject, you really need to have seen most, if not all, the previous four Bond movies to fully appreciate this final chapter. That's Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, and Spectre. If you don't have time for all that, at least rewatch or watch for the first time 2015 Spectre to give you the proper lead-in to this movie. Now, the biggest warning, though, is that the two-hour and 45-minute runtime. Make sure you don't drink too much before or during the movie, or the ending could be very physically uncomfortable for you if you catch my drift. 
And that's only because you don't want to have to run to the restroom and miss what's happening on screen, especially your first time watching it. So to say it as the British man Bond would say, make sure you visit the loo before you start the show. And finally, I don't want to say too much because I want to avoid spoilers, but the ending of the film, while emotionally satisfying for me, may not be to everyone's liking. And there were also a couple of story choices during the movie that I think could be a little confusing, if not maybe potentially divisive for some fans. So I do want to give that heads up. But potential bladder issues aside, I think most every James Bond fan will enjoy No Time to Die. Whether it's because of the long wait, the long game story that we've watched through five movies being wrapped up, or just knowing it's Daniel Craig's final outing as 007, it felt pretty satisfying to me. I give the movie three out of four stars. It's not perfect, but it's exciting, suspenseful, nostalgic, and even a bit emotional. It's a definitive end of an epic era and a heck of a way to go out for Daniel Craig's version of James Bond. So if you want to see No Time to Die, there's only one way to do it, and that's in theaters. There's even a little message to viewers at the beginning of the movie from Daniel Craig thanking you for your patience with all these release delays so you could see the movie as it was meant to be seen on the big screen. Thanks for watching. I hope you and your family found this review helpful, and I invite you to check out my other in-depth reviews of movies and streaming TV shows on ksltv.com. I'll see you there. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.